It's episode 674 of the Stupidly Small Podcast. Hello, Lauren Clark. Stuart Farrell, hello. Oh, hello. You're sounding very sultry. Am <laughs> I? I'm trying to be tiny to be quiet so I don't do wake the baby, which should now be a hashtag. Wake the baby. <laughs> it's happened, it's own stingworthy. It's happened a few times now. Wow. Um, anyway, look, uh, how are you oh, over there right. in what's, uh, you know, regional, regional Victoria? Regional, right, well, coastal Victoria, I think it's fair to say. Oh, yeah, very dingworthy. Lauren, what's the barrage of emails? I, I, I haven't had a chance to do any work oh, for two days. I, crap. The phone started dinging at me. Yeah. And it uh, hasn't uh, stopped. Did you say you haven't had a chance to do any work? Well, I'm trying. But, you mean uh, work on the podcast or you mean actual work? Actual work, paid work. Right. I thought you meant like turn to the podcast work that we have to do. But listen, there's been a bit of a stuff up with some emails. I'm not entirely sure of the nature of the stuff up, but no. uh, the jackpot said, oh, crap, it seems you may not have got some emails, including an amazing speak pipe. We haven't had one of those for ages where oh. people can just leave a voicemail for us. Best right. thing ever. Yeah. We what got one of those from uh, our bureau chief in, now I'm going to have to remember her name, Roz, in Canada. Oh, this is the person that draws for a living and claims it's a hard life. Wow, Stuart. Hey, Roz. <laughs> Morning. No, she's a colourist and a oh, bit she's of a genius. worse than a drawer. She just colours in other people's nice drawings. And very nice to us. Right. Very nice to us indeed in this speak pipe message, which I don't think you deserve to have played for you now. But we may oh, play it for it? in the future. Oh, yeah, right. it's somewhere. No, no, I don't have it. As if I have the capacity to do that. The jackpot and I are not in the same house at the moment. Therefore, I can barely, like I am holding a microphone up like somebody interviewing somebody at the, like, cricket, oh, like look, the side of the thing, you know. Well, like, I appreciate your honesty because you don't like sharing all of that stuff with us. But I hope that you and the jackpot work through your issues and then you <laughs> uh, reconcile. No, no, the jackpot. And you eventually do share an abode again because, you know, <laughs> no, you guys no, are no. good together. Well, no, no, the jackpot has done nothing wrong. He, apart from have to go to work and uh, the rest of us do not. So we uh, have decided, well, I do, I'm working. Mm. And in fact, last week I had a ma- massive week, but... I'm working at night and in like random times, like when a child goes to sleep, I'll mm. send the other one out to do laps of the, to the pub, something or other, and I will just go hard on my things that I have due, but they're due date things. They're not like you must be somewhere. Th- Whereas last week, Stu Farrell, I went, as you know, we talked about how we went to, I, I was a jet setter for one day. <laughs> yeah, well, yes, you not, uh, got the free flight. Sure you can jet set for one day, but anyway... Yeah, and you, I you, was uh, also you chose the yogurt over the egg and bacon roll. Uh, with the that is, food. that That's is true. That's disgusting. And That's amateur hour. <laughs> it was really I am. It's amateur hour. Yeah. But I couldn't. I there was no way I was going to eat that other thing. But anyway, hmm. and then on the later in the week, I did a whole lot of workshops where you have to where I where I was with Mitch Vane, who did the amazing illustrations for oh, an my, illustrator kids book and um she by the way this is something i shouldn't mention on air necessarily but remember we're talking about you can you can actually buy from mitch prints from her um from the book anyway i Mm. i haven't done so yet and i'm about to but anyway she and i hung out last week and we did beautiful uh we did these these workshops and she is the most beautiful person to do them with because if you're an illustrator, like if you can draw, I reckon drawing's got to be one of the top, top like, like awesome skills. Where drawing, don't you think? Like anyone when can somebody, do drawing. No, 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 not good. You just have to practice. 
Yeah, but not good drawing. Like you do, you have to practice. And mm. people who are amazing at drawing and just like they, they could be more. having a chat to you and then one time they'll just do a drawing in front of you and you'll be like, oh, everything has changed now. <laughs> you yeah. are now a new human being to me. Like I just find, I just think it's such a, such a great skill. And I used to be what about caricatures? 400 years ago. Yeah, not what, like the ones you do. No, like no, like uh, you know you the ones do you caricatures. see on you the street like, in New York, and you've yeah, you're like riding you a horse do. and you've got a big head. And That's what you do. You do them. That's how you draw. <laughs> you do no, dudes do with not. like huge overbites and like. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do. That's terrible. You know, you know, you know, like a, that. That's not terrible. Why is it terrible? You were just asking me how about them. Yeah, I'm well, saying I mean, it's I mean, interesting. Li- that like they have a likeness of the actual subject. Yeah, right. Yeah, look, that's a skill. People who can do that are good. Mm, Tamburg, you know, we, we, we just lost Tamburg, who, who is, for those who are overseas, etc., a very, very good um, the best. political cartoonist, the best cartoonist. I really. liked Ron anyway. Uh, I mean, he mightn't have been everyone's taste, but. No, he wasn't, undoubtedly, but he managed to do, and I read a whole lot of oh, stuff about him. Yes, the ageless Tamburg. Yeah, that article, that actual, I think, oh no, maybe the Ageless Tamburg might That's be. a book. Oh, right. Hands. So there's a there's an article that came out recently that was called something similar that was written right. by Tony Wright and it's about him and how he decided, he actually took the challenge to, right, I'm going to do those single cell, he's Victorian, so in fact you probably don't even know him, know of his work much if, you, if you're not a Victorian, but right. do that single cell um, like, you know, like a cartoon that's just one cell. It's like one mm. dude saying one thing or two people saying to, saying one, say, saying something to each other and that's it. And yeah. so he was like, I'm going to really nail brevity. I'm going to get to the – and I'm going to s- simplify all my drawings. So he actually did some – I've seen some artwork of his and it's actually like – you can sort of tell it's the same dude, but like he, well, he simplified teacher, everything to he? the – Yeah, he was. And he did yeah. that. And he did that great. I mean – you know, so talk about caricature. I think that's a good example of somebody who did that to just devastating effects. You know, absolutely yeah. brilliant. But I was do- I, when I was doing this workshop, I would read the kids' book to these kids and we'd talk about it afterwards and we'd talk about what they wanted to do and then we'd start doing it and we'd do all these exercises in writing and stuff and it was heaps of fun. But, the, but while I was reading the book to them, yeah. Mitch would be next to me on this board and she would just be slowly drawing and she okay. eventually you'd they'd realize that it was one of the pictures in the book that she was drawing and you'd, you'd get to that picture and you just hear them go oh, kind of thing and you know like that's just a pretty good skill and then later i did this impression of this person uh who i used to know and she said oh that person sounds fantastic and then drew her version of that person oh okay you know like she just and just things like that it's, it's such an entertaining thing to be able to do i reckon to how draw did you on go the, with kids yeah. though how did I go? Because yeah, every time I think of working with like a group of kids sitting on the ground, I always have that. Uh, was it is it either twins or kindergarten cop where the you know it's the <laughs> boys have a penis, girls have a vagina. Remember that scene? Yeah. Like, that's all I can think about when yeah, it comes. To I don't because, but yes, I, I totally. Well, right. look, do you know what? Um, you, you should you know that thing you should never work with children or animals. Yes, true. <laughs> um, it, well, no, because I found these kids amazing. Like, there was one kid who mm. was out to get me. 
Wow. Like really early on, he was like, oh, I don't want to be here. And he came up and he said, uh, I get to go home soon and things like that. And I thought, wow, you're really. She said, great. I hate you. <laughs> I didn't say that. Oh. But I went and there was another kid later who I did a like, classic thing on. Anyway, mm. this this one, he said he just at every opportunity, like I'd say that is a great picture. And he'd say it's not a picture. Like oh. he just wanted to kill Everything with fire. Now, did he look like he's from a from a well-to-do family? He's um, he had some parent. He had a parent who was very obviously um, like Pre- concerned crazy. about him and like dedicated and trying and a little bit apologetic and all this stuff. But since knowing the jackpot and all, yeah. well, not since knowing the jackpot, but since the jackpot started doing like a master's degree in this in their stuff, yeah. I have just realised that everybody's trying to, that, like, I would have taken that as like a whole, as a challenge or a, you know. How old was this little turd? <laughs> this little turd was like, I'm, I want to say like nine, Ugh, ten. Bad right? age, bad age. Anyway, and, and I wasn't going to win him over. And and like whereas this other kid, I totally won over doing another thing that I just did not think was going to work, and it was easy as. But this okay. guy just was never going to come around to my side of things, and no. he kept saying things like, "I'd say, I'd say that's a great picture," and he said it's not a picture, and I go, "Well, whatever it is, I can see you put a lot of thought into it. Didn't think about it at all," mm. and I just thought, "Well, um, he is he's looking for what I don't know." I didn't talk to the Jack. Do you think he's is, looking for a reaction? He's looking for either a reaction or actually he needs support. And like, tra- a, like a swift kick up the butt. No, he needs you. He needs to get to know. Like it wasn't something I was going to be able to fix in that class is what I'm saying. I was only there for a little amount of time. But Clip over the ear hole. Okay, good. Anyway, he, but the other dude, this is how's this trip. How's yes. this trip for the other dude, right? Mm-hmm. He goes... Everyone, I go, who loves reading? Because, like, everyone who's come to this thing obviously likes reading, right? All mm. the hands go up. Who likes writing stories? All the hands go up. Who likes telling stories? Because and not all the hands went up for writing stories. Right. I said, who likes telling them? More hands, you know. Who yeah. likes drawing? Me, you know, it, yeah. not everyone, some of yeah. them. And there's one kid who didn't put his hand up. Okay. And I said... Yeah, I, I don't have any arms. I said, I noticed you didn't put your <laughs> You, over there, why don't you stick your hand up? I don't have any. <laughs> anyway, so mm. I said to him, what do you like doing? He goes, not much. And he's like horrified that the whole oh. room's looking at him and stuff. And his Shiky. brother's put his hand up for everything. And I said, do you like um, computer games? <laughs> oh. like, and I, I the thought, nuclear like, option at a book thing. Yes. I just thought how, like I know that sounds super lame, but I just thought, I bet you this because he was about the, the right age, right? Do you and like chocolate? Kids at that age, like, mm. it's like saying, do you like chocolate? Like, yeah. do, you, do you like m- Minecraft or whatever? Like, And he goes, yeah. And I go, what do you like about him? And he goes, uh, I, I like going through and choosing which thing to do. And I was like, exactly, right? Mm. That's what a story is. That's what a narration is. That's what a – anyway, the whole time – he was like super engaged. <laughs> he like woke up and he started doing all these stories about a computer game, like a kid in a computer game and stuff. Okay. And I thought, gee, that was like stupidly easy. <laughs> you, you got through to him. I was like, ah, oh, 
Man, Good will I, hunting. I absolutely fell across that one. You know what I mean? Like nice I one, Chief. Literally went, yeah. <laughs> hey, captain. Chief. Oh, hey. Captain, my captain. Yeah, yeah, that's a different movie. <laughs> Same actor. Chief. Hey, sport. <laughs> you know what, sport? You never knew the love of a you woman, You never sport. talked to a woman in your life. Night, sport. <laughs> hey, Chief. I sat up all night, Chief, and I worry about you. But you know what, Chief? I realize you're just a scared kid. It hasn't read a book, Chief. <laughs> you know what, Chief? <laughs> you don't scare me, Chief. Your move, Chief. And then you walked out. Mic drop at State Library. Oh, Chief. so good. <laughs> anyway. Yes, boy. Uh, dear teachers, you're all awesome. Um, mm. It's very, yeah, it was, it was, it was fascinating though. Like I think. If you like, there were some of the people there who there's one, there are a couple of people who are homeschooled, yeah, who were brought okay. Along. Are they like the weird ones? Has Tiny. that homeschool crew that just got found in the states, you know? Homeschool, yeah, I know that gives it a bad name, but like, they, they, they well, were, you chain them to the uh, bed, it's not, it's not the ultimate <laughs> chain us to the betters. Is that the uh Latin motto, motto for this homeschool? Hey, do you know what I'm reading at the what? moment? I'm reading with one of my kids, I mean, um, the um. Asterix and Obelix books. Were you um, a fan? Uh, look, I, 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 look, the only books I can remember as a kid, I do remember Asterix and Obelix. Didn't like, I wasn't a fan. I won't say I was a fan. I probably uh, read it. I used to love Choose Your Own Adventures. Oh, you totally did. Of course you did. Well, I did. I, I, I love the uh, Rainbow Serpent. Was that what it was called? Oh, uh, yeah. You've yeah. read that before. Yeah, yeah. Um, yep. I loved Grug. Yes. Um, oh wow! You weirdo. Who loves Grug? <laughs> I've still got Grug at the beach. I've got I've the never original. Understood? Who loves Grug? Well, he here he is. I'm uh, <laughs> I, and Grug's made a comeback, so obviously there is something. And yeah, um, but see, I got put off reading at a very early age because I remember I was given a copy of Sherlock Holmes and the Hand of the Baskervilles or Baskervilles, mm. and I just I couldn't understand it. I didn't know what was going on. It was probably a bit above my pay grade at the time, mm. and and I was supposed to be reading it in bed, and I just hated the whole experience, uh, and that with my self-diagnosed uh, dyslexia, and that Re- turned you off. Yeah, one book is responsible. Well, I just remember the hatred I had for that book. Wow. You know, yeah, the hand of the basketballs, terrible. And did you not like go? Okay, I'll try another one. Well, I just figured they're all the same, you know, <laughs> and uh, and we never really. I don't, I don't remember getting read to as such, but then. Of course, I bought lots of magazines, uh, Smash Hits, uh, the Cricket Magazine, uh, so the Motorbike a, Magazine. You've always been a consumer of like media, haven't you? As opposed to literature, I reckon. Uh, you know, like uh, you, you're you're yeah. pretty well read. Like if I ever go, hey, what's the deal with you know this thing that happened? You just go, oh well, bang, bang, bang. Here are the three things you need to know. Because you have already known about it for 24 hours. <laughs> yes, but if and you, you ask me, hey, that what, what's the go with World War Two? I'd say, was there, there was a World War Two. There was a second <laughs> one? You know, like, so, you know, it's it, it's nothing to crow about. <laughs> Not quite true. But mm. contemporary stuff you're, you're up on. But anyway, maybe Motorbikes, that's why. Maybe it was smash your, hits. Maybe it was your smash hits and your cricket that got you into that, my friend. Who knows? But yes, you know, Asterix and Obelix, you were, you were uh, oh, Obelixing man, some kid. They're so good, man. Yeah. God, they're good books. They're are so they, what's funny. Why good? Are they funny? They're funny as. Like, and they're, they're for jokes. Adults? Yeah, there are jokes in them for adults all the way through. See, like, I hate that sort of stuff. The names of them are like things right. like, um, you know, dubious moral 
code. I'd, I'd like, you know, but that's cr- it's crammed into a name, a name with an X at the end. Like yeah, everything. Right. <laughs> like what the chief in the village is called Vital Statistics. Okay. Um, the druid is called Getafix. You know what I mean? Get like they're fix. Is it like a smack reference? Yeah. Like, well, it's a it's a get a fix of whatever he's whatever brewing. Whatever takes your fancy. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, and my kid, uh, who's like probably a bit young for it, adored she's a bit, it. She's she. Look, when I look at you, you, your kid and then other kids comparatively, uh, she's probably a little bit ahead though as well, especially with reading. I mean, she's grown up in yeah. a house of readers, you know. Yep. Yeah, but but also like just the whole, I don't know, biff bam, bish bash, like, and then you know here comes Obelix, and he's like, oh, because the thing is, Obelix is always <laughs> Obelix he's the big is guy, his, right? He's the big dude, right? Yeah. And he's we should go because I've got no time to do. I've, I'm, I'm running out on baby time, yep, but yep. Um, he's a big dude, and he's carrying around like obelisks basically huge big rocks on his back and he and he like i don't know cleans them for a living or something i don't remember what he does mm. but he's always carrying them around but he's desperate to get um get a fix the druid to give him some of the um thing that makes them all strong super strong right. okay. asterix is about two foot tall asterix he's like tiny but he's got the strength of like 50 men right and he's a guy he with can, a big mustache yeah, and he can right. beat the armies. Off. Well, hang on. He can be- <laughs> to beat the armies, tell them to, you know, get them out of here. Oh, yeah. um, and so he looks but, like my Uncle Ray, my late Uncle Ray, who was a bit of a nut. Right. So Obelix that was... is a bit of a nut too. But, um, oh, okay. But, but anyway, but what's his name? Obelix is all, I mean, yes, Obelix is always um, <laughs> walking around with these huge big things. And he's always trying to get, get a fix to get him some more gear. Like he's like, oh, I really, I'm feeling a bit weak. I need some more. I need some. Need some and, more gear. And the, and the dude, uh, get a fix, the Dodgy druid, licks, is like, yep. sorry, but you are not having any because as you know, you were dropped in it when you were a kid. So you have you are too strong, and if you ever had any more, you'd like explode. <laughs> right. But he says things like, "Oh, I'm feeling so weak. Please get me some more. Get a fix. I Give need me some." some. Gear. And he's holding like all of these rocks, like he's holding up like fourteen rocks and stuff. Yeah. And the picture of him under the rocks is is quite hilarious when he's saying, "I can't. You know, I'm so weak. Oh my god, my kid is just killing herself laughing. Like it is just, it's that sort of like really." It like there are visual gags, there are linguistic gags, there are the way they talk to each other and they get angrier and angrier and angrier. Something about it that kids like just love. Anyway, not all of them, obviously, but hmm. you yes. would have benefited from the advice that I've given you before, but that <sighs> Nick Hornby gave in the old. He used to write in McSweeney's. Probably they probably still do it, but they did a the Believer. A magazine which is mostly about music. And in it, Nick Hornby had a column and he wrote about music in it. Okay. Is this he, right? Or was the Believer the write? one about was the Believer the one about um writing? Anyway, whatever. What did Nick Hornby uh, write? Oh, we've been through this a thousand times. He wrote Trainspotting. About a boy. No. <laughs> you think everybody wrote Trainspotting. <laughs> Nick Hornby wrote um Ah, <laughs> uh, the one with John Cusack. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh mentally <laughs> not mentally you always call it that. It's called oh, high fidelity. You, high fidelity. <laughs> mentally challenged. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you have never yeah. not called it that. Anyway, 
I don't, I don't know why. In his column, Maybe he I wrote am. about reading. Hmm. Maybe the believer was about reading and writing. Anyway, he wrote about reading in that column and he said, I um, – people always do this thing where they think, oh, I, sh- I must read War and Peace. It's super important. Oh, yeah. And I must finish this book because I've started it. And he's mm-hmm. like, no, you must – not anything. You must – do what your brain wants you to do with reading you can't you know if you start to hate reading then you're going to hate every book you ever read and you're kind of going to hate yourself yeah yeah and that's what happened to you hey do you know what i've suddenly remembered we never finished the sentence about the emails at the start of this (laughs) so dear everybody who's been emailing us i'm super sorry that some of you have not heard from us yeah, like everyone that's ever emailed us. Almost. No, it wasn't everyone who's ever. Since November, there have been a few that have not come through. And I think the jackpot has sorted out why, but uh-huh. I'm not entirely, con- I don't understand it myself. And while you're housekeeping, the mm. the, the people that um, emailed about T-shirts specifically with mm. sizes and stuff, I'm going to look up there. This is, this is some of these emails Ding. are six months old, but Ding. I'm actually <laughs> yes. going, well, listen to this. Mm-hmm. To look up the size, if, if I've got them, I'm going to send them to you for free. No no charge. Just just as a goodwill gesture. Oh. Hello? Wow. What an amazing... What I, a, what well, a, you have to. What a, uh, yeah, I know. I was going to say, what a tail between your legs. <laughs> you have grown. <laughs> well, they started off, we had the special sale. I think it was 20 or 25 <laughs> from our door to yours. And then our door remained shut for so long that I'd like to open it, blow out the cobwebs and and give it, just give it to them for free. Our door is covered in like vines and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah, It's closed. We're hacking through the jungle and we're going to reach it soon. We're going to open that door and send you a T-shirt if we have the size that you requested. Yes. Hmm. Uh, All right. I thought I should tell you that, Lauren. (laughs) And look, we should pack up because I've got a job with the protective services to uh, apply for. Oh, my God. Stuart. I told you that. I'm going to hand out chocolates to prisoners. This is this is taking your new level, uh, your new your thing. It's just, what, what? are you doing? What are you going well, to take am I supposed chocolates to, do? to the... This, I mean, uh, look, you know what? So the, the cho- prisoners are allowed to eat chocolate too, aren't they? And someone has to give it to <laughs> I them. I don't want to deprive them of an excellent chocolatier. I'm sure you'd Thank be amazing. You. <laughs> G'day, Stella. Here's your chomp. You know, like, it, and it'll be fine. And ah, Stu. Look, you go yeah, and apply for your lovely job. Well, what am I going to do? No, Wash cars on. for a living? Off you you go. know, like, go this freelancing it. business is, gets hard at times. Mm-hmm. And I just need, I need a backup plan. And I mm-hmm. think working in the corrective services industry, right, it really could be up my alley, Lauren Clark. So, and, and you can stop with your uh, condescending. Text messages about have you applied for the toilet cleaning job today too, by the way, because I I might end up there again and I don't mind. You see, you the the text messages that I've been being sent about what jobs you're applying for could yeah. be an audition for a, a reality TV show. The what the uh, guy who had a crack? <laughs> wow, is that what you think you are? Well, <laughs> you know, some people, crack. myself, are not. As mentally gifted as you no, yourself, so I have to use my hands to sell chocolate to prisoners. Okay, Lauren Clark, how do the collective services get in contact with us to offer me this beautiful job? They can find you, Stu, at stupidly big, stupidlybig.com, stupidly big on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, iTunes. They can give us a rating of six 
or more. <laughs> you don't mind. We won't see it because all of our technology is on the fritz, but we'd appreciate the effort. No, we will. That we will always see. Oh. <laughs> Stu Farrell, you can give us a rating and a review there. We greatly appreciate those. If you're new, come and say hello. If you're old, we love you. And Stuart Farrell, we may see you tomorrow at Depending Baby, uh, Baby Dependent. And uh, I hope your job application goes really well. Thank you very much. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.